was thinking recently I had uh, I'd given a uh, a second chance. A second chance. Yeah, to Cupid. <laughs> and now I'm left here kind of feeling stupid about it cuz uh why? Why? You know, the way uh he makes me feel Cupid is so dumb, dude. <laughs> Cupid is so dumb. <laughs> Subtle, bro. You crushed that. <laughs> what? This is just my thoughts. It's not inspired by anything. Okay. All right. But mm-hmm. like in general, do, do, will you picture Cupid, a full-grown man, or a baby? A cherub, for sure. Okay. Little baby ass cheeks and wings. Yeah. Does he, uh, how big do you think the bow? T- tiny. It's a baby. Yeah? Imagine a, a English great bow. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's big. Like the the arm span that you would need to, to pull it back is bigger than the baby. Yeah. <laughs> He couldn't even just stretch his arms out holding the uh, the actual bow and then use his feet for the string. Yeah. Couldn't even do that. Damn. That'd be funny to see, though. That'd be adorable. But Cupid is based on Hermes, correct? I don't know. To an extent. Doesn't Cupid have something to do with Hermes? Got them little got them little winged shoes? He does, right? Or He's the running wing, around. Yeah. Well, that's Hermes. I was going to say, well, specifically. Uh, Cupid's got the, the winged, uh, is it not the shoes? It's, it's just his feet. He's right? got wings. I thought he. I've seen depictions where Cupid has like little like things on the feet too. I think he's talking about Hermes. Damn, maybe I'm just getting those two mixed up now. Now you've just got that in my head. I think they have something to do with each other. How could you do this to me? Because I felt like it. <laughs> sometimes I like to scramble your brain and see if you can make your way out. It's like a thicket, a thicket of thoughts. Damn, dude. Yeah, I don't like mazes. Well, <laughs> why do you think the brain's got all them lines on it? Well, you're in one. So. Yeah. Every time you every time you talk to me, yeah, it's a little bit of a maze because I'm amazing. Ah! <laughs> Dude, damn! Slam dunked that one. That was cute. That was hey. Cute. Don't ever call me cute <laughs> again, dude. I swear to God, you call me cute. Oh, uh, don't throw in bows. Yeah, I'm dude. a man. I'm sorry. That was very handsome of you. I don't know how I felt about that either. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Say cute. I don't know. know. It felt weird. Just always just be like, I'm very handsome of you. Yeah. Oh, dude. Have you ever have you ever had um, someone other than a parent figure call you handsome? Yeah. Didn't feel right. I didn't care for it. Sometimes I liked it. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever had a situation where it's like someone said it and they meant it, but I took it as like, don't, that's a mom, that's a don't mom patronize. thing. Yeah. Oh. That's a mom and dad really? thing. Really? Yeah. I've had girls call me handsome and I really liked it. See, I always felt they were fucking with me. Like I've gotten like, be like, oh, you look good. Like I'll take that. But the handsome, just like tossing all the, you look handsome. That's mm. not, you're not a parental figure. Take compliments. <laughs> Handsome's not just a parental figure thing. It, it feels that way to me. When they come up and they help fix your tie, yeah, and then they put their hand on your shoulder, mm-hmm. like you look so handsome today, and then you kiss them. <laughs> damn, damn. Dude, it's crazy. Back when my mom used to do that. Hold the fuck. Hey, yo, hold up. Oh, oh no, sorry, it was my dad. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I, I've uh, had I've had people call me handsome, and teachers. I hated it when teachers did it. I don't think I've ever had a teacher do it. Really? Yeah. I had a teacher call me a renaissance man. Oh. And I was like, you shut your mouth. <laughs> you walk slowly away from me, madam. Oh, she saw a poem that I was writing. Okay. And she just came over and she's like, oh, Justin, 
sports, poetry, clubs, acting. You're a renaissance man. She did her little head like that too, that little head waggle. Yeah. She looked like a she looked like a pit bull mixed with a pug too. Damn. So, damn, so I was like, damn. yeah, she had the breath, she had the breathing of a pug. She was one of my Bruh. teachers. <laughs> Bro, she was mean though. She was like really mean. So I didn't uh, understand why she was being so nice. Yeah. She was really mean. I think I talked about this before. She had a little toy, a wind-up toy. It was a little nun. Okay. And you'd wind it up in the back, yep. and it would walk across her desk with sparks shooting out of its mouth. And she, she said, this Jesus. is me. It was like a, a scare tactic because she would just yell at you. God damn. Yeah, so that was her. And I went up one time. I was pissed off at her. She made me mad a lot. She made a lot of us mad. Okay. Me and Jacob crushed that thing on her desk. Oh. To show her who's really in charge of that classroom. Bruh. Yeah. Damn. Oh, dude, we just broke it. That's a hard move. Yeah. You know what? I might not have been the nicest student. Because <laughs> yeah, we had another teacher. Stuff. I forget her name. But she had her little podium. She had this little podium. It was a wooden podium. And it's not that we were... It wasn't... It was kind of mean, but I don't think it was mean. I think it was helpful. Okay. She would always, like, while she was talking, she had this nervous tick where she'd pick it up and move it side to side. The entire time. And my buddies and I were just, <laughs> please stop moving that thing. Or at least, I don't know, it was weird how she kept just picking it up and moving it inch by inch. So we broke into the school one night with a bunch of those wheels that you put on the bottom of stuff in the garage. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got a few of those, uh, and we screwed them into the bottom of her, broke into her classroom, screwed them into the bottom of her podium. And then now she could just roll it all she wanted to. But she was not happy. Why? I don't know. We we upgraded her podium. Dude, that sounds sick. Yeah, for her. As a teacher, I'd be hyped. I remember uh, I... I'd see a teacher, my, I think my, my history teacher, you'd see him like pick up the podium and log him up to the front because they got to give, they got to give a bit here. Uh, and so then they're going to put it down and stuff and it's kind of awkward and stuff. You know, it'd be cool. You just wheel that bitch on over, slide that thing out of the way when you're done. Yeah. That we, sounds dope. We wheeled it up because she would move it constantly. Yeah. So we put a bunch of wheels on it. Well, four to be precise. We just put one on each leg. <laughs> you just put like seven wheels on there. Yeah, we stuck some outside just in case you <laughs> want to throw it off. Get a little X Games in there. It's like, hey, do a kickflip. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we fixed that up. She was real mad about it. She was kind of cagey. Maybe it was because we broke in. It might have, yeah. Because maybe she had stuff in there. I know she before had before or she after had a ton of pills destroying the nun toy. Oh yeah. Well, I would. I just wouldn't want you touching stuff anymore. <laughs> this was a different teacher. Oh, my bad. It was a completely different teacher. So the nun one was my second year Spanish teacher, and I don't think she knew sp- a lick of Spanish. Okay. She was just mean, and the one with the podium was my English teacher. Ah. But it might have been that I know she had a bunch of pills in the classroom. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. Oh no. So maybe it was we broke in and did the stuff, and, and then she, she was like, "What if they found my fucking pills?" Yeah, yeah. She might have been worried about that. Yeah. I and remember. her daughter went to our school, so if anything happened with her, then her daughter would have probably been in trouble. Oh, yeah. That's true, yeah. I uh, I had a... I remember there was a teacher that was... A, I had a few grumpy teachers. Like, the, the teachers that everyone knows. They're like, oh, God damn. This, this one. Like, nothing you can do can ever brighten their day. They're just in a terrible mood, and they're going to take it out of the class. But uh, I remember one teacher, she uh, she was brutal, but 
I forget what it was. I, I was up front and I was just quiet. It was like one of those things where the teacher allows you to talk as long as the work gets done at the end of the day. And I wasn't talking to anybody because I was going to doodle because I'm up front. I don't know anyone. I'm not friends with anyone. So I'm just going to be chilling. You were here. doodling in front? Yeah, I'm 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 next to like so it was one of those things where she's in the corner like the desk is in the front left of the corner. I'm the front left desk. I'm the closest to her. You can't be a doodler right there. So you that's can't the thing. be that spot doodling. I am because I was like uh, I was going to do the work. I did the thing because it was just like a write your opinions on the stuff. We just want to see how you write. It was English. And uh, I already wrote it. So I'm just kind of hanging out there because I don't have anyone to talk to. So I'm sitting there and drawing. And I remember she she looks over at me and she just goes, Tage, you know, you're like a grumpy old man in a 14-year-old body. And I just was like, fuck you too. I don't know, like, damn, what do you want from me? Why do I take this? Yeah, you're grumpy and not in a young body. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah, suck it. Yeah, at least I have a chance to come back and be happy. Yeah. Looks like you checked out a long time ago. Oh yeah. She it was just one of the she was one of those teachers where like she came in and you just knew. You're like her she idled it pissed, but then someday she'd come in and you know, God forbid like the class last time just wasn't very happy or whatever. And then class starts and she she'll walk around, she's like, Everyone just sit down and then She'll walk it like down the rows, slamming the the paper that you have to do today, just on your desk. Bah, I'd probably be like that too. I can't. Bah. I can't even. I can't even talk bad about teachers that do that. You think you would also do that? I'd be annoyed, dude. Yeah. You every day you get up and you deal with seventy unruly fourteen year olds. Oh, I can't. You I kidding would never, me? I would, I would lose never. my mind. I could never do the patience on them. Makes yeah. them angelic, even if they're mean. Yeah, and that's why every time you ever hear someone's like, "Oh, I want to be a teacher when I grow up," you don't never hear them straight up say, "I want to be a high school teacher." I would only. Well, I actually choose high school. I was going to be an English teacher. I was were, working towards gonna... being an English teacher, and I was choosing high school. No shit. Yeah. Okay. I've only ever I'm heard someone with go the younger. Little fucking devils. See, I'd go little devils. Heck no, no bro. Dude, puberty kids. Oh, they're way worse. I'll deal with puberty kids over <laughs> unhandleable. Dude, you can't shake a child. Yeah, but the worst thing is you say the wrong thing. You're just like, uh, Jackson, get out of class, and then he walks up and breaks your nun toy. No, but I'm not gonna be that chick. Well, that'd be actually pretty metal. Like, that'd be dope. <laughs> that, you know how cool that'd be? I might actually plant it. I might actually do things every once in a while. Or this would be fun. One class, you are have one persona. Yeah. The next class, you have a different one. The next class, you have a different Dude. one. And all the kids are like, I hate Justin. And the other <laughs> class is like, what? Justin's like the coolest teacher. And then the other class is like, how do you guys even have an opinion? He's the weirdest person. <laughs> and then make them all think they have schizophrenia. No kid, like they're all there's something wrong with them. Yeah, the worst part is though, uh, you know, it's just like it's a Wednesday, some other day. You fr- you kind of got you're a little mixed up. You use uh, uh, attitude A with class B, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, kids, they're just and crying. They're, yeah, dude, you're <laughs> like, ah, <"Shit." laughs> oh, no, <laughs> you got to stick to it. Now I know what Jackson meant <laughs> when he said he's mean. And then you're like, oh crap, now I got to be nice to class A. Yeah, then you just at some point you just flip on the accents. Yeah. And people are like, he's been lying the whole time. <laughs> son of a bitch. I, dude, I never want anybody to know my next move. Like, <laughs> I don't want you to know if I'm nice or if I'm mean. Yeah. I could be any at any moment. Yeah, dude. Damn. Oh, I think we're going to get into the anime. This one's a skip. So there's two different ways you can say it. It just changes one innocuous word. Some places say it's skip to loafer. Some places say it's skip and loafer. 
Some people say it's Skip Dulafer. Nobody says that. You did. I did. You did it. Do you think it's a loaf of bread that somebody's uh, talking about? No, I think it's, it's a, a loafer? lazy person. It's a lazy person? Yeah, a loafer. What about loafers? Ooh. The shoes. Now I'm, now I'm second-guessing everything I've ever Because it could be skipping. Yeah. With your feet. Yeah. And loafers. Yeah. Oh, no. There's so many different possibilities for this. Or it's a mixture. It's skip because skip is you use your feet to skip and you wear loafers when you skip. Or, yeah, they're skipping the loafer, the person who's loafing about. Mm. Damn, now we're now. It can I'm... be anything. That's how deep this is how deep some anime goes. <laughs> Even the title, three words, but it means so much. Yeah. So we're gonna get into skip and loafer, skip to loafer, however you want feel like saying it. And I'm hoping that it's one of those just cute little whatevers. Dad has seen shit. Oh, oh I didn't my even see god. Him. Bro, dad been through nom over there or something. <laughs> he was holding that cat like they asked for the animals. He dances like me for real, for real, bro. Ah, come on, man. What? Look, he doesn't know what he's doing. That's exactly me. Look at him. I think he's crushing. Bro, you can't tell me you haven't seen me do the exact same move. (laughs) That little hop with the arms up. I have the moves of a tree in a storm. (laughs) What What a way to describe yourself, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Damn That man's a legend Why aren't you in class right now Theater's fighting for my life No hesitation (laughs) (laughs) The casual demeanor too (laughs) I love that Little image of her As like the lost little duckling She's from the country. How can she not run at all? Oh, come on. Oh, none of the kids can see the look on her face. <laughs> this man is so scared. No, not the puker. Oh, no. Damn, they're all just lusting over this dude trying to live his life. Oh, he made her popular. This man just walked up. All the girls love him. Or he made her public enemy number one to every girl in class. Oh, no. Oh, dude. Please, no. They don't miss her at all. (laughs) Like, finally, that old bag's out of the house. I really appreciate the aesthetic of this show. It's, like, comfortable and nostalgic. Huh. It seems like the point, the whole point of everything with the art, with the animation, with everything about it is supposed to be this comfort and nostalgia next to the story. I can see that. I can see that. It definitely had a very soft edge to it. The, uh, with the, I guess like even like the shape of the faces, everyone's like hair, the way things moved, it wasn't too quafty, but it also wasn't stiff at all. It was kind of nice. It did feel just kind of, it felt very, very soft, very smooth. Silky smooth, some would say. Comforting? Yes. And nostalgic, maybe? <laughs> yes. I, if I was going to pick two words that I, I, out of nowhere, I would say comforting and nostalgic. <laughs> would some say? Yeah. Dude, that's like your new, it's your new like or as. Oh, some would say? You just say some would say. Yeah. At the end of everything. <laughs> yes. I don't know where to go from this. Some would say. <laughs> 
<laughs> not they never do. But yeah, no, that was a uh, that was adorable. I like the I like the whole concept. It was it was weird to I don't know why I get hung up on this, but the concept of just going to a family member's to live there. It's like, oh, I'm going to go into the city with my aunt. I don't really know her that well. And I was like, damn. I don't know. It's just, that's a bold move. I don't oh, think I would I ever think consider doing it. I that's a ton of humans, though. Really? I stayed with my grandparents. Yeah, I feel I feel like my grandparents I know more than that. I'm trying to think of, like, I'm trying to think of far-off aunts so that I could try to picture, like, a family member I don't know too well. And then just being like, your place where you live, it's a dope place. I'm going to live there. But is she that far off? It's just her dad's sister. Yeah, maybe. That lives in Tokyo. So this is we talked about this before with Japan. It's very small in comparison to the US. It's oh, not Oh, we have yeah. She's yeah. not going from she's not going from Gloucester to Los Angeles. <laughs> she's going from Ridgecrest to Los Angeles, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like if my dad's brother, never mind, that's a bad one cuz he's a wiener. I don't like him. <laughs> I just don't like him in general. If my family had, if I had an aunt or an uncle in Los Angeles and I lived in in Ridgecrest, Mm -hmm. they'd be two hours away from me. Ah, okay. All right. I'd be close enough to have known them. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, that's a bigger statement. Close enough to have known someone. So she probably does know her of maybe like some Christmases or some events or something. They probably met and they've seen each other a little bit. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Like get, your grandparents kind of raising you for X amount of time because your parents couldn't do it. Yeah. I think it's a similar deal. Did you, uh, have you ever had to commute for school? Cause these, how the, far are we talking? This girl had to kind of go a bit. She had to take a tra- two train rides and a walk. So, have you ever gone that far for a school? I had to drive for school. Yeah, I would say, yeah, that's probably the same. I had to drive for school as well for college. In high school, I lived down the street from high school, so I was two blocks away. Yeah, my high school was like the other side of my town. Okay. But my town was small. Yeah. So, the other side of town, I still had to drive further to go from the apartment I was living in to Golden West when I was going to college in Huntington. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was far, but it was close. Yeah. To everyone else around me, it was close. Yeah. And I was just thinking, what? Dude, <laughs> you have to go more than f- f- four miles to get to places? Yeah. What are you talking about? Dude, I don't, there's no way I could, could, uh, take a, a, a tra- two trains every day to school. I, I have severe really? anxiety when it comes to getting off somewhere, getting off of a, a public transport to get onto another public transport. That that kills me inside, because I have I, like, the biggest fear for me is being I, I I will get on the wrong thing and just go the wrong direction. I'm terrible at that. I'm my navigation is garbage. So, but it's just I, names, right? It's no, just the, I need to get on this train and then this train. The amount of times I I'll I'll jump in and be like, all right, that thing says that right now, but then in a second it moves and then says another thing. So is that the thing it's going to, or is the first thing is it going to? And then I and then I ask someone and they're looking at me like I'm fucking stupid. They're like, dude, I don't don't talk to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I I get the don't talk to me thing. Like somebody, if I have a specific route that I'm going, and somebody comes up and they say, what does this mean? Yeah, I have no idea. I have my route. <laughs> if you ask me about your route, I don't know. Yeah. I literally have no idea. Yeah. So I do, sometimes I'm like, I'll try to help you. Yeah. When somebody asks about what trains to get on, but I planned my route. I didn't. <laughs> like, does this train turn into the thing? I have no idea. Why don't you know? Because I know exactly what I have to do. Yeah. 
See, that's, yeah, that's, that's where I would absolutely panic. I, I might feel a little bit better later on. Like, if I had someone to go with, like if they they were helping me, we could both figure out and and figure and go ourselves. Zero trust in myself, so there's no way I'm getting on that getting on that train to a train to then walk. Oh, I'd be lost. I'd never make it to school. I just I refuse to go there without a plan. Ah, I know exactly what I need to go on. Yeah, it's in my head. Mm. I'm not gonna mess up, and if I do. It doesn't matter too terribly much, <laughs> you know. There's still trains. Yeah, just get on a different one. Yeah, I go was, back. I was gonna say you're I, then you're apparently a lot more like the main character, dude. Just like, yeah, I'm late. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. like don't. Worry. I mean, I hate being late. Oh, I mean, I don't do lateness. I don't do same. lateness. It makes me very angry. Yeah, it makes me very stressed out when I'm gonna be late mm-hmm. to things. But I also leave early enough to most everything. That I can make mistakes. I yes. leave early enough. I plan for flat tires. Good call. I plan for flat tires. I plan to be there early enough that if I get a flat tire, I can fix it and still get there. I plan for boredom. My biggest thing is I like to go somewhere, especially if, like, I, my biggest thing is like a plane. If I'm going to an airport, um, I will go there as early as I can so that uh, the worst thing I ever have to think about is keeping myself entertained. At the at the fucking as, while I'm in the seat for the for the right terminal, if I'm in the right seat and I'm just chilling and it's like you have four hours left, I'm like good, crushed it. I have enough time to I can go get some food. I'm gonna read a magazine. I'm a you know write a thing. Uh, like I'm just having a good time. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna write an article, send an email to some bosses. What? <laughs> Smith started pulling out stuff he's never done in his life. <laughs> I'm sitting there, you know, I'm writing stories. Uh, like I'm a, I became a novelist for this. Uh, it's the first time I've ever done it. But like, yeah. see if Stephen King can do it, then you I know, work, I can work on some graphs. You know, it's a really yeah. Good. Start get spark up my love for math on this uh, trip. <laughs> you know, I never knew I had it in me, but. I got what's four the, hours, dude. What's the math game doing these days? It's been a while. <laughs> I've been out of the game for yeah. so long, dude. Did they put numbers back in it? Is it numbers again? Or <laughs> We on that letter game. Yeah, huh? are we still doing symbols? Yeah, dude. God damn. Yeah, no, I would say boredom is is like my favorite thing in traveling. I can't stand having to navigate or, or doing any of that. So kudos to her every day. Like the boldness of the aunt being like, you good? She's like, I'll figure it out. I was like, oh, dude, this main character crushed it. She didn't. She didn't. That's the sad part. She didn't crush it. But I also think she was at a disadvantage. I don't know if her small town has ever had an express train. Express train. Well, no, she, the, they were talking about it. She didn't even know that there was more than one train. Oh, I thought, okay. I didn't, the the I didn't aunt was saying, you think you really got this? Till right now, you didn't know there was more than one train. Oh, no. Is what she said to her. Oh, no. Damn. Poor girl. Yeah. No, nah, I think she just freaked herself out. That's the thing that you 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 put yourself in a bad spot. Yes, because there's just you know exactly what you need to do, and then you tell yourself that you don't know. Yep. And that's where all the stress comes from. That's where it goes wrong, is when you tell yourself, "Oh, but what if I make this mistake? But what if I make this, and then I do this, and then I do this, and now you're putting all the extraneous stuff in your head." Yeah. Just do what you know is correct. Mm-hmm. And that's very easy to say, by the way. But just do <laughs> – it's very easy to say just do what you know is correct. Yeah. But at some point, you just got to be like, shut the fuck up to every voice in your head. Mm-hmm. And just do – because you know where you're supposed to go. Yeah. And you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Trains aren't that hard. This is, this is a thing that I do a lot. 
I see a dumb person using a train oh. and they're doing it right. I'm like, there's no way I can ever do it wrong. Oh, because <laughs> sorry, but I know that person's stupider than I am. <laughs> Damn. But I think it's fine to think that way. Yeah. I think it's fine to think that way. Because you, we know people. <laughs> I love your look. You're giving me this look of like, dude. In college. People, are, yeah. We knew people. Yeah. And they would get stuff done. And I was like, if they can do it, I could crush this. Yeah. No problems at all. And she's going in to be valedictorian. She's she's number one in her class. So she knows she's more intelligent than everyone there. Yeah. So if she's more intelligent than every single person that's going to be in her class and they're making it to school with a train, what's to stop her from thinking that she's going to make it to school with a train too? Exactly. Which I, I really liked the touch. So it shows her it you know she she makes the mistake of the train, and she she said I'm going to be valedictorian, but we've yet to see her use her talents or her knowledge at all. We've yet to see any of that. Oh, dude, I saw her memorize an entire speech. Exactly. So then then came the scene where she just she's like, oh, it's not my it's not my thing, and I'm like, all right, so here comes another problem. Are we just going to panic like before? And a really cool use, uh, kind of not exposition, but they definitely showed a lot of character in her is that she just went, okay, I just got to remember it. And she crushed it. Everyone in class was like, God, God damn, this girl, she just, she didn't even, she's not even taking out a paper. She just memorized this thing. God, that she's still going. Well, we saw her preparedness at the end too. Yeah. She, w- she was trying to go to bed. She's like, I got to go to bed. Everything tomorrow, I have to make great first impressions. And then she just got up out of it. <laughs> sat at her desk. Okay, I'm going to come up with every single possible option that a first impression could possibly be with all these different people based on statistics and analysis. So she came up with like 50 different possibilities on speaking points for first impressions, which was her detriment. Yeah. Because she didn't sleep. No. So now the first impression people have of her is these massive bags under her eyes and she looks like a zombie. Oh, no. So it can be very much to your detriment if you're going out there like, I need to think of everything. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to fly by the seat of your pants and just have a good time. Yeah. And I bet that's what she's going to learn I was from our say, homeboy. Yeah. Because yeah. he just kind of, he's like, all that, right. That man go. doesn't write shit down. Yeah. No. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm pretty, I, I can make it. I can make it through this. Yeah. And you'd be amazed what popularity can get him. I mean, he just walks into a room and everybody's... Dude, all the ladies were like, he's here. Yeah, look at him. He does. He had no care, not even a care in the world. T- tasseled hair. Yeah. He's having a good time. Yeah. He, I like to think that he loudly... T- he did it on purpose. He walks into class, sees that no one's talking to her, and he's just like, hey, I'd like your ID. All the girls are like, I need her ID as well. Yeah, she seems like she's... If she's pulling him... Yeah. That's the popular chick. I gotta, I gotta make friends with her, dude. Just being a little loud is the play for so much. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do. Like somebody was trying to get, uh, there, it was this dude's birthday in my building. Okay, and he put sweet right. He was very sweet. Everybody else is just loud for no reason and is annoying in the building. Mm-hmm. He put notes on the doors next to his apartment, saying, "Hey, it's my birthday on this day. It's also St. Patrick's Day." Uh, I was going to have a bunch of people over. Well, some people over. We we're going to be listening to music. So I just wanted to let you know it might be a little loud that day. And he put a note on our door because he was going to be on the roof. And that would probably be loud. And then the moment he turned music on, I could hear through my window. Somebody was like, can you turn that off? 
Damn. Like it's it's loud. And I need I need it to be quiet right now. So I went down and knocked on his door and just loudly Thank you so much for the letters because it's so considerate. And there's a lot of people in this building that are very inconsiderate about things like this. And I just want to let you know how much I appreciate it, how much my roommate appreciates it. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Just loudly saying it. Yeah. I was like, whoever that bitch was <laughs> that came down here and didn't let this man get through one song on his birthday at 11 a.m. Bro. I want you to know that I got his back. Not yours. Dude, I, I don't know what I'd do. I just like to loudly do stuff sometimes. <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm going to say something that could just be between me and you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm directing it at you. Yeah. But I'm actually talking to everyone else in this room right now. Oh, yeah. You do that with your uh, with your with your bros, too. I mean, it's it's the best way to just humble your buddy real quick. You know, they're 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 fucking around or they haven't pranked him in a minute. So you're just like talking to him and you're like, no, dude, I don't have fuzzy underwear. Why would you ask? And like, you're just, you're not yelling it. You're just kind of saying it loudly because you know, someone's going to pick it up on their radar. They're like, what? Jimmy likes fuzzy. And he's like, no, dude, shut up, shut, shut up, shut up, stop. No, don't do this to me. And you're like, it's so easy. All I have to do is just my volumes at an idling at a five. I'm just going to crank it to like a six and then you're done. Dude, can you stop talking about it? Because. I know that you're into that lolly stuff, and we just want to have a good conversation about anime. Dude, dude, shut up, shut up, shut up. Dude, 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 Kana, Kana's a dragon. She's really Oh! Nice. <laughs> yeah. She's even young for a dragon. Nah, Diz. We're, we're, we're not getting discussion. into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this one was also the music. There was this adorable little bit where they were all getting ready at the morning, in the morning. When I was, was it everybody? I think it was everybody. It like showed a little shot of all the characters that are soon good to be main characters, kind of dressing up, getting ready. And then we sh- we saw our boy, not get re- he's it's. Uh, I think everyone was already dressed and ready to go at seven fifty. He op- he was in bed, and you just see his phone turn on seven fifty two. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna still got four minutes. That was me. <laughs> that, that that was absolutely me. Except on the, the first un- day? Oh, yeah. That was you on the first day? Couldn't give a fuck. No, 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 no. You first day, it was expensive. I was going to say, the first day was different for us as well because we all had new outfits. We all know. We had the new outfits that, you know, your, your parents were like, going to go school shopping. So it was probably- I'm talking about uh, college. Oh, this is co- oh, we're talking about college. Yeah, this was high school, but yeah. I didn't, I never had any, you weren't around for- me for high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was talking about high school. Okay. Yeah. I was saying in general, like first day, uh, f- uh, new outfits for first day of high school. Yeah. I remember that was like a good feeling. I was like, oh, dude, got the new shirt. I got the new, uh, got the new shoes. It's a good day. New jacket that I'm going to wear every single day and no one's going to see my shirts. I don't so. think we didn't, we didn't really, not many people I don't think in my hometown had a bunch of new stuff for like new clothes. We had a bunch of new stuff. What do you mean? Binders. Oh. Like you had new binders and stuff for school. Yeah. But we all got clothes from Walmart, so we all dressed the same anyway. Oh. You had, if you wanted new clothes, you had to go out of town to yeah. get them, to get ready. So we had new school supplies and stuff, but I was st- still wearing the same stuff. Huh. We, uh, I, I would, I think that was usually a thing. We didn't have too many uh, clothes stores, but uh, there was, out of town was 40 minutes for us. 
I don't know about you, but out of town. Hour for, and a half to two hours. Okay, see that that's the big difference. Yeah, forty minutes was not. That's something your you know your parents were kind of like, mm, okay, we'll go. But it's not something that it wasn't out of the question. Two hours, no way I would have talked my mom into that. So I see I see what you mean. We're not getting. Walmart's going to be the closest thing. Yeah, you were poor if you shopped at Kmart. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, dude, even I knew that. Yeah, we knew. you, Dude, if you showed up in a shirt from Kmart, we were like, dang. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're going to the other side of town? Bro, you couldn't, you couldn't afford Walmart? You can't <laughs> like, afford Walmart, dude. You couldn't do Walmart. Dude, Kmart looks like it closed in 97, and people are still just keeping it open. <laughs> Dude, Kmart never had all their lights on. Dude, they don't. They just, I don't know if they're power saving. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we all just wore the same clothes. Yeah. And then if you did go out of town to get clothes, some of us, sometimes we did, you you would still have the same, we'd all just, you'd show up with the Rob, Robin Big Famous Stars and Strap shirt. <laughs> Damn it. And three of you showed up like, I'm Big Dickin today. <laughs> and no, you just had the same shirt on, and you just Damn did the you just did the Spider Man meme. No fucking no way. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What size is yours? Medium. God damn it, we're the same. So I will. I, I think it also might be a little bit more of a thing for me because I wore um I wore uh, really nerdy t shirts and not like popular t shirts. So. They weren't good looking. I was not wearing good looking stuff, but it was definitely original. So I, I don't think I ever, there was never a moment I was wearing something someone else was wearing. Yeah. Yeah. I was but, like, yeah, we had two, sh- two shops that yeah. sold clothes. So damn, <laughs> there was no way we didn't wear the same clothes. Damn. I get, wow. That's something that didn't really occur to me. I th- we had a the- Mervyn's that closed down. A Mervyn's. Yeah, Exactly. Closed. <laughs> it's gone. Mervin's is gone. That's okay. We had Ames. Ames closed. That hurt. They had the best toy section. Oh, Mervin's was only clothes. Mervin's was a clothing store. Yeah. Ames was like a like a Kmart. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's why we had all the same clothes. It's just because it was. That's all we had. You could go to Walmart and get clothes. Yeah. Did you uh, did you do the um? Because I know I, I've seen a lot in anime, and then even our main character had like an adorable little pin. Uh, do you ever have like fun stuff? It like kind of binders and stuff, like or like fun like little tchotchkes. Well, with I think your... I've I've kind of talked about how I always I would do stuff to see if everyone else would steal it. What? Like you? Like... Yeah, I would say words. I would come up with a word. I know the word one. I would do words and then I'd do clothes. So I started wearing argyle sweaters no and way. got made fun of for it. Yeah, people would call me the golfer. Okay. <laughs> Lo and behold, a month or two later. The school is just dudes wearing Argyle sweaters. God damn it. Yeah. So I would try to push the boundaries. I would see what I could do. And one of my boundaries that I went to push that kind of it caught on a little bit, I uh, I would wear a shirt with – no, no. I wouldn't do the shirt. Uh, instead of the shirt having the the uh, pocket protector, mm-hmm. I started putting a pocket protector in my back pocket of my jeans. What? Yeah. I went and bought a bunch of pocket protectors from Staples. Okay. And I would wear that, and I put a pen in my back pocket with my wallet and stuff. Okay. And then trying to see if I could get other people to buy pocket protectors for their jeans. <laughs> a few people. I got a few. Yeah. There were a few people wearing pocket protectors at school after that. Yeah. And I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah. So I had pocket protectors uh, for a little bit of time while I was trying to get other people to see if they would steal it from me. Mm. This has been a long time coming for me where people steal my stuff. <laughs> 
And that's why even in high school, I was pushing it to see how much people would take. Yeah. But I did pens because I really love pens. I have a pen on me right now. Damn. Um, little notebooks. Stuff yeah, like that. I didn't. I didn't write. And uh, pens like writing with pen, not pin. Yeah. I don't do pins. Oh, okay. No, I don't do. I pins knew people much. that did pins. They yeah. had pins on their backpack straps. Yeah, I saw those. I thought those were always just kind of what. I, but I, I also, I, I beat the shit out of my backpack. So there was no way I was gonna put like a pin on it because I'd lose that pin. Like when I don't know about you, but I was also. You know, I'm I'm trying to be like I don't care, I don't care about anything. So when I when you it's uh, if you did this, when I slang like slung into the desk because you, you kind of you grab with one hand and then you really you're just kind of falling and just guiding your ass into the chair. I'm gonna like blah, sit down in the chair while I'm gonna do it. I just drop my back. I'm just kind of like everything off, sliding off, but in one motion, fall into the chair. So the amount of times a day I'm just dropping my bag on the ground. Because I couldn't give a flying fuck what breaks in there. Yeah, I would. I was very abusive to my stuff. I had to care about stuff. I was in. Well, I was in all AP classes. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did have. You had a lot more. Uh, I, at I stake had a, in your bag. I had a hand me down TI eighty three plus calculator in my bag almost at all times, and those are like a hundred dollar calculators. Sweet Jesus. So, and I got it because my sister was in that stuff, and there's no way, like we we weren't gonna buy multiple TI eighty threes. Yeah. So I just got hers. Yeah. I couldn't, you couldn't be dropping that around willy nilly. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Cause it was like physics classes. I needed, I just needed the, the materials. Mm. And I also, I don't know if I just threw my backpack around. Oh yeah. I beat the shit out of it. Yeah. And I'll just sit. I would just sit, you know? So I just, <laughs> nah, I'd go to my desk and I was just like, I'm just going to sit down. I'm nah, not going to throw no. myself around. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to slam into that desk. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's always funny. This is probably this. When people try really hard to act like they don't care, at least to me, I can always tell that they care so much that they're trying so hard to act like they don't care. Oh yeah. You would have seen right there. <laughs> it's just, why are you trying to, you're trying to make it seem like nothing hurts you. Yeah. But everything hurts you so much <laughs> yeah. that you try so hard to make it seem like it doesn't. Yeah, 100%. I just feel like I was the opposite. Not that I just was emoting all the time. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. Whatever I feel like doing right now is what I'm going to do. And if you have a problem with it, that blows. Yeah. Now I try to talk to people. Oh Well, I would talk to a lot of people. Hmm. And then one time, it was the first, it was one of the first few days of my of one of my English classes. I don't remember which one it was. And this girl was like, uh, Justin, you talk a lot. Oh. I'm like, okay. And she goes, and sometimes people don't answer. And I was like, okay. The fuck? She's like, is that sad? When some when you say something and nobody answers? I'm like, no, because now I just move on to the next thing and see what somebody answers to <laughs> next. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just throwing out stuff and seeing what sticks right now. This is my first class with all you guys. Damn. Wow. I'm glad that she was very, she was observant of you. She was my ex-girlfriend. There it is. <laughs> was she your ex at the time? Yeah, she was my, at the, at the time, she was my ex-girlfriend. Oh, dude. We dated the year before. God damn. 
So she had ulterior motives. <laughs> you could say. You could probably say there were a few ulterior motives in uh, trying to knock me down in class. See, Justin has the luxury of also having uh, a pretty steady social interaction baseline for a long periods of time. I, I, you've told me before, like where you started becoming more social and stuff, but I think there was definitely there's a difference. Of, like if I just started one day, been like, you know what, I don't care anymore. And then I just like walked out and I was like, what's up, Sarah? And then she, ew. And I'm like, and I'm never talking again. And then, and then if the teacher calls on me, I just look at him and go, no, I just shake my head. I, I shook my head. It was a physical joke. I wouldn't say no. Cause then other people would be like, what happened? I'd be like, you hear what Sarah did to him? He's never coming back from that. Nobody knows what Sarah did to you, though. Like that's the <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's one of those fabrications people make in their heads. Dude, everybody's gonna know that Sarah said ew, even though no one was around. <laughs> and that's gonna you spread around the school. And I'm ew kid from now on. <laughs> I'm no. ew kid from now on. No, bro. And if somebody just straight up said ew, yeah, to somebody's face, yeah, I'm flipping that around on him so fast. You said ew. <laughs> I didn't know someone could be so heartless Dude. And people are like You hear about Sarah? She's freaking heartless bro. She'll just say Ew to your face What a horrible person I will say The amount of times That Justin flip flops Of he's, he's like He would defend me And then There's times I say things And Justin's like I would've called you out on that <laughs> I would've Like if, if I If you If I got an ew And you would've been like Dude can't believe that girl said ew I'd be like oh Justin's my hero And then I go into class and I try to sit down really hard You're like why don't? Why do you pretend you don't care And I'm like god yeah. damn it dude I thought you were cool Why are you doing this to me I'm right being now? cool I'm trying to, Why do you pretend you don't care bro <laughs> You never know You never know if you're the, you're the target of Justin's ire Is that ire though is Or it? is that just <laughs> Hey you're cool And you don't need to put it on the face Dude, it, I would appreciate who you are. If you gave me that in like the middle of or like right before class started, I don't know what I would do. Cry? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I'm almost positive I'm gonna cry really? right there. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might like wipe and just be like, "Dude, what are you doing? Stop." <laughs> Sorry, I, we were rehearsing the scene. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. <laughs> You're like, damn, dude, you really crushed that scene that we're we're rehearsing. I brought pollen. <laughs> I wanted to see how you reacted. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked okay and it worked. that's the only reason why he's crying yeah and then and then sarah and hannah both go wow he's not ew he's just allergic <laughs> that's it that's it dude yeah i think that'd be i think it's i think it's good friction creates opportunity Huh. You need a friend to call you out sometimes. Yeah. A a real friend will call you out on stuff. Mm -hmm. A real friend tells you there's spinach in your teeth. They don't just let it go for you to find out at the end of the night when you've been talking and laughing around with people all day. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, shit, has this been in my in my mouth all day? A real friend tells you, hey, there's spinach in your teeth. Hmm. A real friend is like, you need a shower. <laughs> <laughs> A fake friend just lets that stuff slide. Yeah. Or just like a not as close friend. You need the you need the people to to tell you. You you, you don't have to fake all the time. Cuz that person cares about you. 
Damn, all my friends are fake. That's why defending, right? I'll defend you all day. But then sometimes I'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> why are you doing this? Because I'm trying to help. Yeah. In whatever way I can. I appreciate it, bro. It's it's the it's the attitude. Don't fucking patronize me right now. Okay? <laughs> hey, no, dude, that's cute. No. <laughs> it's not cute. Sorry, it's handsome. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna quit the show. No. Come back. Uh, was that handsome? <laughs> oh! Was that handsome? That was ASMR right there. The, no. <laughs> There's no winning with a degenerate. There's zero victories with a degenerate. None. I'm gonna get into the just Joe Toast. Let's do this. I got a burp real bad. Dude, you already did. I don't know. There's you more. Shut it down. God damn. Don't tell me what to do when I when I have to burp. Oh, dude. All right. So we're all just gonna be sitting here and Justin's gonna be having a hard time. It seems like he's almost over it. Dude, I will beat your dick. I will, I will. If you keep if you keep coming from my if you keep talking like this, dude, I swear to God, your ass is grass. What? I didn't know where to go, and it kept getting worse. Help. <laughs> I'm going to get into the Joe Toes. Okay. All right. When you got a plan created, conceived, and it gets dashed, sometimes you have to look at it as a, a redirection, not a rejection of the plan. I feel like I just heard that quote somewhere. <laughs> rejection is redirection. Yeah. Where did I hear that from? <laughs> we heard it together. Oh, dude, I've completely forgotten now. Damn, I feel bad. But that's part. That's, that is a real thing. Yeah, because you can get rejected. Mm-hmm. Something can happen that rejects your plan. Whether that is a plan to talk to somebody, ask them out, you can get rejected. Whether it is to get to your school on time because you're leaving early, and then the trains don't work the way that you thought they were, that is a rejection of your plan. Yeah. But instead of letting that just stop you, hit the wall, and it's over. Sometimes you just have to look at it as a, this has changed the plan and I can still get to, from point A to point B, I can still get to B. Instead of a straight line though, I have to take a little bit of a scenic route. Yeah. And what if the scenic route is so much more helpful for me in the long run than just point A to point B? I feel like a lot of times we sit there and we're like, oh, the thing that I thought didn't work out. I'm shutting myself off to the entire world now. Yeah. And it's over for me. Yes. Without even allowing something, some extraneous situation to let you think maybe this was the correct outcome all along. It was mm. for that to be a problem and for me to find this new thing on the side. Yeah. It's like getting lost. I think it's fun to get lost. Not in LA because it can get scary. But if you're in a new place, if you're visiting somewhere and you go for a walk, sometimes it's fun to just be like, we want to get to here. We're going to walk around until we get there because then you find the little store that you can bond with somebody in that you never would have seen because you just Googled how to get there and you have blinders on. So you don't see any of the stores around you. You just know that you make left turn in 200 yards, but just open those up sometimes because <laughs> there's cool stuff around you at all over the place. Yeah, I think it's, I think there's. Uh, a few type of mindsets when approaching that. So 
why'd you get so dark because it just keeps getting so dark sorry it's just i that is definitely not a place that i come from when it comes so say i'd made a plan i'm I'm, i thought of a whole thing i've I've mapped the trajectory of something and then i as soon as i start something derails it some extraneous force i'll agree say that's not even that's my it's not even anything i could have controlled like the trains out or whatever i can't control that i can't get mad that i can't i couldn't have known but then now it's this whole thing of Dude, you planned on this. You had so long to plan on it, and one little thing has derailed it. Your plans suck. You are terrible at planning. And then it's downhill. Then my face is up against the wall, and someone's like, he's stuck. <laughs> he's stuck to the wall. So I completely get the the mindset of, of letting it down. And what's funny is my mom is very much a person that opens. She she can't stand just going off of the example you gave of of uh, of navigation. Yeah. My mom can't fucking stand navigation because she loves one of her favorite things in the world is to find a new way to a location. That's I I have watched her just get just ecstatic when all of a sudden she does something and she goes, wait a minute, this road leads to here. Oh, hell yeah. She gets hyped. She's like, I never would have found this area. Now I know there's another little route to the location that like now that just increased my knowledge there. Meanwhile, me. I'm losing it on the street because I'm like, why can't we just go the one street we've always gone? Please. Because the map said to go on that street, so why can't we just go on it? So it's, I think it's, there's there's definitely a lesson to be learned of, of like you were saying, is open up the blinders, but man, it is hard sometimes because then you get caught in your own head and you just stick in there. Well, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's easy. Yeah. But I am saying that I think it's worth the, it's worth the, I think it's worth the peace of mind. I think it's worth the not beat yourself up. I think it's worth the not add stress on top of stress for yourself. Yeah. I think it's worth just trying to be okay with something, knowing that you still have a plan to get there. And if that, if say the place that you wanted to get to is closed, then that's still an opportunity for a story. Yeah. Everything's an opportunity in the end. Yeah. And people, I think people will be very happy. It's the same kind of thing when you're in a conversation with somebody and the conversation starts to die a little bit. People get scared to, people get scared, cloister up. They pull themselves in. Conversation's dying. This is over. This is weird. This is stressful. Yeah. How do you feel when the other person just puts their hand out? Not physically puts their hand out, but they put out the next bit of topic you can talk about. Oh, I get so hyped. Yeah. I'm like, thank God. And one of the sad things is, in a situation like that, there's the person who does it, and the other person feels so happy. And now we always assume that person does it. Mm -hmm. So we can wait, and I can get happy. Serotonin (laughs) can rush through my body, because that person extended the hand of a new conversation. And what sucks is, people will rest on that, and the person who extends it always has to. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. And they're just, sometimes that person is just like, fucking, they're just as nervous about the conversation. (laughs) They're just as nervous. They just decided to jump, right? And I think that conversation is very similar to, a conversation is always an ends to a means, a means to an ends of understanding somebody more. Hmm. Just like her trying to get to school, the, the train is the means to the ends of being at school. And the people who put their hand out to be like, we can keep talking about something. I don't want it to be weird while we're having a conversation. 
very similarly are, ooh, the train dropped here and that wasn't right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll just get on the next one. I'll find something, some yeah. way to do it. Um, I just think it's so helpful to allow yourself to not be so mean to yourself. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what it, it ultimately is. Yeah. Something goes wrong, extraneous or not, even if it's your fault, you got on the wrong train. That's kind of funny, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. Yeah. That was BC. I was supposed to get on BD. Something so innocuous. It's kind of funny. Don't See, call yourself an idiot. In my head, I'm panicking. Don't be like, you fucking stupid, mentally handicapped. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. don't. That doesn't help you. It doesn't help the people around you. It doesn't help the destination. It doesn't help anything at all except for pull yourself into the mud. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, I think that, try. I think that goes a little bit back to uh, like parenting when uh, like kids and stuff. Like I think it's a big thing of say the kids uh, does something doesn't do it right the first time, and then one of the parents is like, oh, "Let me go help," and the other one's like, "Wait, let him figure it out." And there's a reason for that. If you then learn the skills of figuring it out when the thing didn't go well or didn't do what you wanted or or it it broke or something. If you're immediately coddled and taught, like, it's okay, let me get you a new one, or let's find you something else, that you're, you're, you're given that thing that someone's going to come help you. You then build that muscle that you're like, okay, someone's going to help me here. I don't need to. But if, if you have that muscle built of, okay, no one's helping me. I just got to figure this out. I think then that starts translating into being on the train and being like, oh, damn, I got, I'm in BA. I need to be in BB. Well, fuck, <laughs> whatever. I'll figure it out. You're just sitting there, you're like, where's the sun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I've been going south. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. I'm supposed to be going north. Yeah. That dude's just a silly goose right there. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Cause it's also how you frame stuff, right? You'll go into you can have two people tell the exact same story mm-hmm. about something that happened to them that day. And one of them is a super downer. And one of them is a fun story with the boys or with the friends or with the the wife or whatever. Yes. Right? Yeah. You get a same thing. Get on a subway. I got on the train going the opposite direction of where I needed to be going. And then I had to figure my way back out to go where I needed to go. Mm-hmm. One person can tell that story. Oh, it's such a bad day. <laughs> Started off, you know, it was rough because I woke up. And then I had to, because <laughs> that's your mindset, right? <laughs> and then I got on the train. It was the wrong one. I was going the wrong way for too long, a full stop. And then I ha- and then I was so mad that I almost left my suitcase on the train, tripped off it a little bit. Some girl was looking at me funny. There were kids there. Can't stand how loud they are. They were probably laughing at me because I tripped. Yeah, everyone was staring at me, by the way. I just want all of you to know that everyone was staring at me and they knew that ev- that things were going wrong, when really you were just sitting there going, "Fucking just die, God it." That's why people are staring at you. It's not because <laughs> it's because you did that to the world. And then someone else can have the exact same thing. Woke up, tried to make breakfast. I cracked an egg, and and the daggum whole shell fell into the pan. Yeah, it was crunchy, you know. And then <laughs> you I got on the train. Went the wrong way. And it's just kind of funny to them. Yeah. Or it could be kind of funny. And you can even frame it. If you didn't think it was funny, if you frame the story as funny, 
if you just do that, you're still mad about it, but you frame the story to your friends as funny. It will allow yourself to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. It's, Sometimes mean, even if you're angry about something, yeah, there's a lot of times. I think when I walked in to see you to record for this, I was like, this fucking guy did this thing. And I was pissed off. And on the elevator ride, I was just like, nope. And I switched, switched to just making the story funny. Yes. Yep. Sometimes uh, fake it till you make it helps a little bit. It's. Uh, I remember once I was, um, uh, my car was really messed up. It was really early on into the relationship with Linda, my wife. And she, uh, I remember I was still very much trying to impress her. And I, my car uh, broke in the middle of turning left in a four-way intersection. So naturally, that is a time to lose your fucking marbles. Just, just go hard. But... I was with the girl I was trying to impress. So I was like, that's not the time to do this. So fake it till you make it right now. You are livid. You can't pretend you're not. I mean, like, you that's it. You can pretend you're not, but acknowledge that you are. Try to shift it to something else. And I remember I just started laughing about it. And uh, for years after, she was saying, she's like, I love how you just do it. Was, I was so scared. And you just seemed like, here, having a great time. And you made that a, not a bad situation at all. And I was like, oh, that's such a good lesson to learn. I couldn't translate that into everything I did, but yeah. man, I tried. Well, that's a, that's a good thing because the person, it's an interesting thing to look at because just like the extending the hand of more conversation to an to a awkward conversation, there's a person in a room when everything's going tits up that looks calm, cool, and collected. And 99 out of 100 times, that person inside is not calm, cool, and collected. They are freaking out just as much as you, but they're trying to make sure that they keep a level head so that they can help everyone around them keep a level head. Mm. And people will look at that person and be like, oh, when we were doing this and like these crazy people came up to us, I just looked over at them and they looked like they had it figured out. (laughs) And it, it, it soothed me. Yeah. Right? That person is just as scared. (laughs) (laughs) they're just as scared but they're allowing themselves to know that this situation is happening and they're coming up with a solution and part of that solution is i need to keep everyone around me calm yeah because the worst thing i can do right now is freak out especially when a bunch of people look to me as the guy i was gonna say this is definitely coming from the perspective of a guy who is the one people look at it's a heavy weight. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you. I, I'm not going to deny it. I know who I am. And I know a lot of friends of mine when we're in a bad situation. I can physically see my friends when I'm in a bad, when there's a bad situation, look over at me to see what I'm doing. So I very, uh, it's just, this is why I'm saying. That person is scared too. <laughs> so you know. Just so you know, they are scared also. Yeah. But they're not going to, they're going to do everything in their power to keep themselves calm, to keep you calm, to come up with a solution, to to fix the situation. And then they're probably going to joke about it later so that you can feel okay to joke about it too. Well, if you ever meet anyone like that, tell them that I appreciate it. I will. I don't know if I know anybody as cool as that, though. Okay. Sounds like a fucking 
Sigma. <laughs> yeah, high yeah, value, <laughs> high T, high value man right you there. You bet your ass, bro. I bet I bet they never have to deal with Cupid. Yeah, because he never gives them Uber. Damn. Okay, uh, I think I'm going to need the Tage's topic. Did I just speak English right there? I... Are you, do you smell burnt toast? I think so. My left arm. I you're having still, a stroke and feel. a heart attack? So wait, wait, wait. Is, is you're it, having a stroke and a heart attack? Is that heart attack? Left arm? Yeah, left arm. That's oh. the first part of your body that your heart uh, pushes your blood through. Ah, okay. I've always thought it was, I thought the stroke thing was the same, uh, same thing. With the, you feel tingling in your arm. Maybe you feel tingling in your arm. I know that you, I know that you uh, smell burnt toast. Yes. And then your face gets messed up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a blood clot in your brain. Yeah. Is I, what have, a stroke is, I, I do believe. remember the, uh, there's been several accounts where people like their face was so distorted and it scared the shit out of me. And it's like, oh, they were having a stroke. That's, that's off topic. We don't need to go f- yeah. too far. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yep. That was just uh, morbid curiosity. All right. So we've talked, uh, we've talked a bit about Japan's focus on high school. You can see it in animes, documentaries, and TV shows how important every element of high school is for them. How self-image grades, and uh, from self-image to grades. And what's funny is, while not to that degree, I feel, uh, it definitely felt like that was when I was in high school. I remember watching anime and seeing a character be so focused on everything. Doing everything, getting every, uh, getting amazing grades, having a wonderful social life. And I would cling to that feeling of that character. And I remember I tried to bring it into my everyday life and it felt weird. It felt, uh, first of all, it felt forced because that's not, that is not who I was. I was a very non-caring, really like, oh, I don't care about anything. But I remember seeing there was a, um, the, the anime that really, I don't know why, just got me to really try everything was Maid-sama. I know it's weird, but the main character tried so hard at everything she did. And I was like, I want to I I do that. High school, let's go. High school is, yeah, this is the best time of my life. This is it. Uh, yeah. And so then I, I remember going in and uh, like trying, going to different things. I remember asking different teachers about clubs. I mean, like, you should join a club. You have to join a club. Clubs are the most important thing. And I was like, they're not. They're not. You can you if you want to join them, join them. If you don't, don't. This is how you approached high school. Yeah, I well. So it feels so incongruent with the, every story I've ever heard. That's you what tell. I'm saying. Is it? It felt fake. And so when I tried it, because I I I I almost fantasized about how important it feels for them. Like in anime, the character's always like, "Dude, it's go time. It's high, first day of high school in a in Tokyo." This is it. This is where I will change my career of my life. And I'm like, that was not me, but I wanted it to be. <laughs> and so I, I think I, I tried to do that for a while. I, there was a couple times where I would just randomly get motivations of being like, here we go. This is it. Make, make this your time. And then every time it just felt so forced. And then, uh, you know, it, God forbid you say anything. Like where it's like where, people will be like, where do you randomly just care? You're like, I was watching this anime, and they'd be like, okay, now I don't believe anything you say. And you're like, damn it. It's true. Let me care about things. And it kind of sucks. I feel bad because if I, if that anime, say that anime gave me the the attention of like, all right, dude, try, like, go to a, 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 a club you don't know. Try to stay after to get extra credit. Try to, like, do everything you can. What if I had carried on with that and not felt not felt so out of place doing it, 
I might have just started developing good habits because I think those are good habits to have. So I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's something that I feel like I kind of missed, but I, I, maybe I got in my own head. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. I, well, I just, I, I think I come from a different thought process of some stuff. Cause it probably sounds mean, but I feel like we do it to ourselves a ton. Cause it sounds like you wanted to do something and then you told yourself, I don't because I'm not this person. Hmm. Yeah. You're like, no, I really want to try this. And then when you tried it, you're like, no, (laughs) no, dude, I'm not this guy. This is fucking stupid. Why would I do? And then you just like down yourself. I feel like a lot of times, especially nowadays, people really hold on to a problem because a problem in a lot of cases can be the thing that gets you something. Mm-hmm. You're talking about uh, be growing up, people growing up in a home where they have a problem and their parents fix it for them. Yes. Getting other people, not being able to fix problems yourself allows you to have someone to help you. So people will hold on to not being able to fix their own problems because that actually gets them human interaction, right? So even even a bad thing, even a bad trait or a bad quality that people will say, I want to fix this about myself, do they actually want to fix it about themselves? Because it still gets them something. It gets them interaction. Mm. And I think it's difficult for us, definitely, Somebody be like, I'm, I have high anxiety. I'm super anxious. I want, it, I want to not be so anxious all the time. But their anxiety was their brain trying to save them from a problem. And then once they get over one anxiety, then they'll, have some, they'll be anxious about something else because their brain is wired or their brain has come to a decision that this helps them get X, Y, or Z. Yeah. They get to talk to people about how anxious they are. They get to have somebody help them. They get to... They get to do all these different things because of the anxieties. Do they actually want to fix it? Mm. They say they do, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think when it comes to some of that stuff, there's a, a select amount of onus we have to put on us. It's like, I really wanted to do something and I didn't allow myself to do it because of these excuses. And it's like, well, you came up with the excuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or anything. Mm. So, like I said, this is like a me thing, probably. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But sometimes I sit there and when I hear people talking about stuff, I'm just like, then do it. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. fully comprehend uh, when somebody's like, well, I couldn't because of these things. And then they give me things that I'm like, you could totally do it with those. Yeah. You totally just keep going. Um. Yeah, but then there's also, I mean, there's the, the element that a lot of people, I would even say, like, the they're just complaining to complain. Sometimes it feels nice to do that. Well, yeah, but that it's like one of the problems is people are complaining to complain and then associating it with actual medical conditions that people have. Oh, I can't see. Nowadays, people are, people are assigning themselves medical problems that someone actually has. Yeah. And then they're blaming that for their problems when it's like, no, you just... You just don't pay attention to things. You don't have ADHD. Oh, that was a big thing with me too. Yeah, I was. I remember I was in quote diagnosed with uh, I think ADD or ADHD, one of them. And uh, I remember being like, "Oh, okay, I'm a kid." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know what what that." Okay, 
And then growing up, I was like, I don't have ADHD. I just didn't pay attention. I just didn't, you know, I'm not, you know, I wasn't really interested in anything I was learning in school, whether that be the teacher, the class, the school, my own attitude, whatever, what have you. It was not ADD because I, you look at people with real attention deficit. They fit, it, it, that looks like a fucking nightmare. They're especially ADHD, dude. Yeah. That's, that's a hard life and OCD and all this stuff. Oh my a god! Bunch of yeah. people, it feels it feels to me as though a bunch of people today wear those as accessories to their personality. Yeah. When if you actually had something like that, it's not an accessory to your personality. It's something that's difficult for you to overcome in your life. Yes. That's why it has a name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know when people are like, "Oh, my split personality disorder is really acting up today." No, motherfucker, it's not, <laughs> dude, because somebody with, with multiple personality disorder is having a really hard time yeah. trying to get through their day right now. Mm-hmm. Yo, you just can't decide if you want if you want guacamole on your toast yeah. or if you want an egg. So what's funny is I've actually – that there's, a, there's an instance about that is because I've heard uh, one of the terms used so much in everyday thing – uh, everyday dialogue and everyday just people describing themselves. When I heard it in an investigation, I was looking at um, uh, the, uh, those things of where it just shows uh, people explaining uh, body language and stuff uh, of criminals. And so one of the things they kept using the term antisocial, and I kept hearing that. And the, and the way that the, the 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 detective was talking about antisocial, I was like, he makes this sound like a really serious thing. Why is this such like everyone's anti? I'm antisocial. I was like, wait, hold on. So then I remember look. I, I looked it up, and I was like, this is a real. When they mean antisocial, it's a very different thing than just casually being like, no, I don't like to go to a club because I am a little antisocial. It's not what that means. Like, does not. You're taking that yeah. way further down the the line than what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just funny because I often talk about how I don't like to go to clubs. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that I'm some prime example of being a perfect human outside of me actually being that. But (laughs) uh, uh, if if somebody's talking to me about clubs and I say I don't really like to go to clubs, oh, because you have – you're antisocial, you're uh, introvert, you're – Oh, yeah, yeah. They list off all these things. And I just say, no, I don't like loud noises or to be around a lot of people. (laughs) Well, that's probably this. Uh, <laughs> or it's just that I don't like loud noises and I don't like to be around a bunch of people. You don't yeah. have to diagnose me with something. Yeah. Like stop just putting these medical terms <laughs> on someone who just doesn't like something. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but I, I just, I feel as though, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of times when we just have to. Point the finger back to us and say, you didn't do it because you were scared or because you didn't believe in yourself or because of these different things and you hit it with an excuse. Because we all do that. Oh, yeah. We all come up with an excuse as to why we shouldn't do it. I was doing an audition recently and I was like, well, I shouldn't do this one because it says that it actually wants this age of person. When in reality, I didn't want to do it because it was a voiceover and I was going to have to record 20 minutes for my audition. Damn. Of voice work. Yeah. Or it was like 10 it was like 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah still. And that's a lot. That's 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 700 words mm-hmm. pretty much. Which I would then have to edit and everything. And I sat there and I was like, "Well, it's actually out of my age range." And I was like, no, dipshit. <laughs> you you just made up an excuse. Yeah. 
to get yourself out of doing it because you didn't want to put in the work for it. Yeah. There's, I do that constantly with commissions and art and stuff. The amount of times like I'll, I'll, I'll go to do a piece and you know, I, uh, at the beginning of when I started doing art, uh, at least commission wise, I was like, I'm always going to try to challenge myself with a commission or whatever. And then someone will give me like a pose of some kind. And then in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going to tackle this pose. And then I, I, you know, I know it's hard. So then suddenly I start telling myself, like, it doesn't actually look that good. I think I think I think this is actually not the best pose I could have chosen. Let's do a three fourth turn and uh, just have them still in front of the camera. I think that's the best one. I think that's actually the Fits one that's the good. story better. Exa- oh, I, t- I, t- I do that to myself so much. I'd be like, I just think it goes for the story. Like, dude, no. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. And then I just I would I would. I would try to get anybody to call out their excuses to themselves oh yeah just once a week even just once a week you can let all the excuses work Mm -hmm. for for all of the choices but just once a week even if it's small i implore anyone to call out the excuse that you made to call it the excuse you made about buying something that you really wanted to call it the excuse you made about not calling your mom on mother's day to call it the excuse for not doing the little thing that you could have done for uh, uh, an important person in your life. You made up an excuse for it. Just call yourself out on the excuse. Just one of them. A week. And I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Yeah. It's difficult. It'll be hard. Yeah. But if you just call yourself out on one of them. And don't berate yourself. I am a berater of myself. Oh, yeah. You can go down that slope. Like yeah. I straight up, when when I made up the excuse about auditions. Yeah. I was like, you fucking idiot. But, oh, oh, but that's yeah. my, that's how I, I'm not actually be, I'm not trying to be mean to myself. I'm not trying to belittle myself, but I'm, I'm aggressively telling myself, don't act like that. Mm. It's yeah. like the, tss, yeah. the dog tss on him. Yeah. That's how I, that's, that's how I operate. I'm not telling anybody else to operate like that because if you're a different type of person, then that can be very detrimental to you. Yeah. But just call yourself out on an excuse you make. And see if it doesn't like open your eyes to how many excuses you do make yeah. for yourself. Damn. I'm, I'll, I'll sit in front of the mirror and I'll try that today. The, I don't know if you have to be in front of the mirror. <laughs> that sounds even scarier. <laughs> Deep eye contact with yourself for 30 minutes and then tell yourself the excuse you made today. Slow jerk. <laughs> no. <Are you> <laughs> All right, everybody. With that, I think it'll bring us to the end of this episode. And per usual, we hope you guys all have a great afternoon, morning, night, wherever you are. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.